Doug Tyrrell, History and Comment is available on iTunes. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Tyrrell. This is History and Comment for Monday, May 16th, 2022. Welcome to the second half of May. In 1770, Marie Antoinette and Louis Auguste are married. He is 15 and she 14. He will be three months shy of 20 when he ascends to the French throne. He will be the last French king. Elizabeth Palmer Peabody is born in 1804. In 1860, she opened the first kindergarten in the United States. There could be a long, in-depth discussion on how children are educated. The trend for parents to be working away from the family, isolating the children, has created a number of problems. We have attempted to rectify those problems with more formal academic education. The results are questionable. David E. Hughes was a Welsh inventor who spent a great deal of time on our side of the pond. He improved the carbon granule microphone in the 1870s. He may also have been the first to recognize electromagnetic radiation, the basis for radio, but the observations were discounted by others. There were a number of rushes in the history of North America, usually related to the discovery of gold. But silver is also a recoverable precious metal. In 1832, there is a silver rush in Chile when silver is discovered there. Gold is the most abundant native metal. That is a metal that can be found in nature in metallic form. Silver, copper, and platinum are the others. Gold resists oxidation or chemical reactions far more than other metals. As a result, it's more likely to be found in the pure form. The first major wagon train departs Missouri for Oregon. It's not yet called Oregon in 1842. 100 travelers make the arduous trip, often constructing bridges and creating the road as they go. A number are single men, but they also include families. They will make the Willamette Valley in October. Congress established the nickel as a coin in 1866. Early coins have been precious metals. With the economic hardships of the Civil War, coins of base metals were becoming popular and paper currency in amounts less than a dollar. The nickel replaced the silver half-dime that had been minted since 1792. Andrew Johnson assumed the presidency upon the assassination of President Lincoln. He had been a senator from Tennessee and did not give up his seat in the U.S. Senate even after Tennessee seceded from the Union. Tennessee and Kentucky are interesting studies in their loyalties during the war. Johnson attempted to carry out his version of Lincoln's vision for Southern Reconstruction. He locked horns with Congress. They voted to impeach him, and on this day in 1868, the Senate fails to convict and remove him from office by a single vote. After he leaves the office of president, he will be elected again to the Senate from Tennessee. Royal Rife, yes, his given name was Royal, is born in 1888, a microbiologist and instrument maker. Some of his claims were considered quackery by the medical field. In the late 19th century, electrical power is one of the greatest innovations that propel the Industrial Revolution. Building on the improvements of steam power, which is also coming of age, if not a bit ahead. In 1888, Nikola Tesla describes the generation and transmission of electrical power using alternate current. He will be in direct conflict with Thomas Edison, which preferred direct current. DC losses are significantly greater than AC. Three years after Tesla's presentation, the International Electrotechnical Exhibition features the world's first long-distance transmission of three-phase AC power. Three-phase is the common standard used today. 
Look around your neighborhood, you will see power poles with four wires, three power cables, and a neutral. Charles Brannock was an American inventor born in 1903. If you have been to a reasonable shoe store any time in the last few decades, you have seen his invention. The Brannock device is the thing he used to determine your shoe size and width. Actor Henry Fonda was born in 1905. Besides his own stellar career, he was the father of actors Peter Fonda and Hanoi Jane Fonda. One of the outcomes of World War I was the breakup of the Ottoman Empire. Ranging from Turkey across much of the Middle East, they had aligned with the Germans. The fall of the Ottoman Empire will usher in British and French dominance of the region. In 1916, still a few years before the end of the war, Britain and France signed a secret pact guiding how the region will be broken up. Congress tries to overstep its role by passing the Sedition Act of 1918, making criticism of the government during wartime a crime. It will be repealed in less than two years. A Curtis NC-4 aircraft makes the first transatlantic flight from the U.S. to the United Kingdom in 1919. This trip makes six stops over 23 days. It will be 32 years to the day before the first transatlantic flight becomes a regular event. On this day in 1951, service begins between what today is known as John F. Kennedy Airport and Heathrow Airport in London. The operator is El Al Israel Airlines. Alfred Martin Jr. was born in 1928. Martin made significant contributions to the New York Yankee Championships in the 1950s as a player and as a manager in the 70s and 80s. Known by the nickname Billy, he was good at his job but could also be controversial, bringing teams back from the brink, then getting fired. Part of this may have been due to Yankees owner George Steinbrenner. Irish-born, now-American actor Pierce Brosnan is 69. The first optical laser is operated at Hughes Labs in 1960. Singer and violinist Boyd Tinsley is 58. He was a founding member of the Dave Matthews Band. The Chinese Communists, often known simply as the Chai Coms, begin a new program to cleanse China of any ideology that is not from the leader Mao Zedong in 1966. China in the 20th century has had a lot of issues and disastrous failures. What is propping them up is stolen Western technology and a willing market for things they can produce cheaply. The simple fact is they cannot produce anything cheaper and transport it halfway around the world than it can be done locally. The only magic is they have essentially slave labor or at least paid far less than their Western counterparts. The second guy to do anything has a far easier and cheaper road to market than the pioneer. Journalist and commentator Tucker Carlson is 53. Carlson is currently on Fox News and a co-founder of The Daily Caller. If you would like to read an example of bias, read the Wikipedia article on The Daily Caller. Simply all media has a bias. Carlson has a bias, and so does every other outlet. Even this program has one. And the way you listen to them invokes a bias. If you acknowledge that, you can compensate for it if you choose to. Actress Megan Fox is 36 today. There's an interesting point in her bio that would make a good subject for a very long discussion, but this is not the time and place. Surgeon General C. Everett Koop proclaims that nicotine is highly addictive in 1988. After over two centuries, the British monarch addresses the U.S. Congress in 1991. Had King George been more open to listening and accommodating the colonies, things might have been different. 
2011, the Space Shuttle Endeavour visits the International Space Station on its 25th and final flight. This is the 31st construction mission to the ISS and the last shuttle to the station. Three of the construction missions were Russian. U.S. flights to the station have been SpaceX since that date. That's history and comment for the 16th day of May. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go and do something worth remembering.